0: Vista, <laughs> episode
1: 69.
2: Oh. Yep. What the fuck? That's it is right, no.
3: You
0: heard it first. I was like, why
2: first? are we hearing the theme song? Why yeah. are we hearing the theme song? <laughs> now well, I get it.
0: I wanted to get your reaction in real time. Nice. Which is, um, I assume, pure appreciation.
2: How long have you spent on that?
0: Oh, Half, half an hour to an hour, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I go to the effort because I love you and by extension our listeners. And I, and of course, I'm talking to you, the person listening. Hi, I'm Andrew. And as you may have heard on a custom-made intro that somebody worked pretty hard on, <laughs> it is the 69th sexual episode of our show.
2: It's a sex number.
0: It is the sex number, Lucy. That's right. It's
2: a sex thing. 69. That's right.
0: And me and Lucy are joined, as always, by Theo. Hey, I'm learning so much already. It's a, mm. a thing
3: you do with sex. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Mm turn, You turn, huh. you turn, All right. you turn well.
0: your sexes upside down. Well, one of them. And then. Um, <laughs> not not both. Y- You're yeah. back to
2: back. Ask mm-hmm. to ask. Ask to
0: ask. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, isn't, uh, it would ask to ask be like a 96?
2: Uh. I'm trying to... I'm um, looking try. at it. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I feel like we just...
0: We invented a thing. Great. We're getting stuff done here on the show, folks. Mm-hmm. So, um, I figured we could we could kick off this episode by, of course, addressing issues from previous episodes uh, by going into our favorite type of content, which is being harangued by our listeners over Love stupid it. things we've said. <laughs> Don't you love that kind of content, folks? Mm. I I love being held accountable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, to kick it off, on a recent episode, maybe even the last episode, who knows who keeps track of these things? Not us. Uh, Recent episode, we were talking about the marriage equality debate that happened, all that sort of stuff. Um, And I was saying that I thought maybe the ACT had legalized same-sex unions and um and that was when the federal government stepped in to give uh, marriage equality a big swift kick in the nuts Um, but i am informed by sweet wife of the show dave Uh, he wrote in to say uh listening to the pod and you probably don't care to be corrected and this is where i prove you wrong dave because here i am being corrected on the record Uh, You probably don't care to be corrected, but the ACT didn't pass a same-sex marriage law prior to the definition changes in the Marriage Act of 2004. They came close to doing it, and that was what sparked the amendment. In 2013, the ACT legislated for same-sex marriage, and that is when the federal government launched a challenge in the High Court that shut it down, and the High Court ruled in their favor, and all the marriages that happened in between were annulled. So that was a big, big killjoy from the federal government there. Stepping in to fuck things up for progressive Canberra. Yeah, not a fan. Canberra just trying to get things done, you know?
2: Are they? Though.
0: Well, are they? in some areas. Hey, it was the... It was, pretty sure Canberra had the, the highest yes vote in the same-sex marriage plebiscite. Dear, the fuck they're it was a progressive
2: in. place of uh, middle-class white families.
0: That's right. Mm. Progressive white liberals... Um, harbouring all of the super right-wing conservative politicians making the laws that fuck it up for everybody else. Mm. So, the best of both worlds, really, when you think about it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: So, uh, another thing that we were taken to task about on multiple fronts, I'm going to be real with you, several people wrote in about this one, um, we were discussing on the last episode I was talking about my mother Hello, mother If you're listening, she's not listening
2: Hi, Andrew's mum hmm. uh, Thanks for last night hey. <laughs> and... I'll take my response offline
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about um, I, w- I was recounting how my, my parents had said Oh, you know, we would usually not vote for Labour Because of their Um, also adherence to the torturing asylum seekers policy. Um, but also we really want the libs to get the fuck out. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll put labor first. And, um, look, I'll be real with you. More than one person wrote in to say what friend of the show, Liam, wrote in to say, which is, um, he said, here's my question. Why the fuck do we need to put labor first when we have a preferential voting system? Uh, One, Greens, two, Labour, three, whoever else. Problem solved. Your vote will probably end up with Labour anyway, so no harm done. Mm. And look, he's got a point. Mm -hmm. It's generally how I vote. Yep, not going to argue. Not going to argue.
3: I think I was sort of in between assuming that everybody already knew that and was just enjoying the story um, and totally checked out during that discussion as well, so... Okay. somewhere between there. somewhere and and Lucy you mean some excuse i guess i i um,
0: like the way that you act as though that is an excuse for <laughs> 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 oh i just wasn't listening to this show that i'm in the middle of recording
3: <laughs> i think at this point uh what what the listeners want is it's honesty um yeah, yeah. they sure, they really sure. they really want to
2: they want the uh, raw experience you know that's right
3: and and <laughs> to be quite honest uh I don't mean to do it, uh, but <laughs> quite often I'll be just several pages deep in some disgusting forum. Uh, I realise that the show is just passing me by, so apologies. And this um, is this is why vote you need,
0: This is why you need to be banned from posting oh, and surfing the internet while I need to be, we are recording.
3: I need to be banned from that. Just just in general, it is destroying my life. Yeah. I am far too online. Um, I'm sure anyone who is in the Discord will. Um, be able to support me that um, I am on there constantly
0: mm-hmm. um, because that's just
3: one more thing in my life now I'm that
0: I have to there. click
2: on. I'm just not even posting. I'm just on there.
0: Oh, um, I, just, I just dip into our Discord and drop something off and then leave. That's how I like to do it. Um, although I Whereas should, I care about
3: our fans And you know want to interact and you, But that's, that's well, fine too
0: Whatever it is that you're doing No, I, I agree Just you, using them as your toilet but I, I agree that you certainly care enough About our paying subscribers To admit to not listening at all To the show You're in the middle of recording for them That's good, you got me Yep <coughs> Hey, I definitely look good in this equation Hey, here's another follow-up for you folks We've got one last hey. one um, Another thing that we were addressing In a recent episode Where we, I believe we were talking about Carrot Top Um, Somebody asked, well, somebody asked if, when are you going to do a, um, a a chairman of the board commentary track? And I think that might have to happen, folks. Dear Lord. Dear Lord. But no, um, in that episode, we were also having a yarn about those, um, those mattress companies that get advertised on all the podcasts. Mm -hmm. And they all have that, that, hey, it'll be the best mattress ever. We'll ship this thing to you. And they ship it to you in a tiny, like, shrink-wrapped, Um, folded up package and they all come with the condition that if you are not satisfied in any way you can return the mattress to them for a full refund and I was joking to Ben that perhaps the way they get you is that it is is impossible to get the mattress back into the thing that they shipped it to you in and then you just can't ship it back but I then received a message from listener of the show Conrad. Conrad tells me hey man just wanted to let you know how you send those podcast mattresses back short answer is you don't i used to work for a junk removal company called 1-800 got junk here in the u.s it sounds like a phone number you ring up to hear about somebody's dick yeah Yeah, 1-800 got junk i get
3: it yeah sorry i was browsing what did i miss
0: (laughs) I work. I used to work for a junk removal company called 1-800-GOT-JUNK here in the US, and we would be contracted by those companies to pick up the mattresses that the people weren't satisfied with. We'd load the mattress in the truck, give the person a receipt, then call the company and let them know that we got the mattress. Then we'd reimburse the person, and we would take the mattress to the dump. Anyway, love the show. Uh, How good's (laughs) capitalism? I love (laughs) love everything in this. I replied to Conrad to say, wow, what an amazing story. Obviously, the part of the story where you dump mattresses (laughs) into a landfill is not amazing. (laughs) Uh, And Conrad replied, it was absolutely crushing to throw out just so many perfectly good mattresses. Capitalism's gonna capitalism, I guess Just all that polyester
3: just slowly, like, separating from the springs Well, I think, um... uh, Finding its way into
0: birds Wife of the show, my wife Eleanor, was saying that, um, apparently, like, mattresses are one of the absolute slowest things to break down in a landfill as well And yeah, I mean, like, we, we were talking about it before I got that message And Ben was sort of postulating, oh, maybe... You know, maybe they fumigate them so they can resell them or whatever. But maybe that's too expensive, or, or, uh, like, and no one's doing that shit. They are tossing it straight in the trash.
2: The dump must just be full of mattresses because you can't get rid of a mattress.
0: No, you can't. Um, you can't give mattresses to like op shops or charities or Goodwill mm-hmm. or whatever you would but no call it. No one wants to States. buy
2: a secondhand mattress.
0: No, I mean, like we, you know, we certainly. Taken secondhand mattresses from other people we know over mm. the years. If you got but a, it is basically the cummiest object in the house. It definitely by objectively. Way, for the average household. Yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I agree. But also, like, yeah, uh, the charities charities in Australia won't take them due to like um, they will not health related issues. And now, now they can't take like electronics either. They won't take anything. Any second-hand appliance or anything like that.
2: What am I meant to do with all my rubbish? You know. Fuck.
0: Straight in the landfill. But
2: Straight you got to pay to do landfill. that too.
3: Um, but yeah. They- well, if you if you're lucky, they'll ship like a it bulk to you know Indonesia or what have you, where you know a very young person will desolder all of the gold. Uh, Uh ...contacts off and sell them for, like, 13 cents each or something. So, there is silver linings, I think.
0: (laughs) Did you... Well, did you ever hear about... There was this, like, environmental issue that they were having... ...and I assume still persists... um, ...where, like, uh, people in China... ...who would do that whole deal, but with TVs... ...and what they would do is, is, like, get the old CRT TVs from the landfill... And just smash the CRT out of them and then pull out, like, you know, the the circuits and the solder and stuff like that. But because of all of the gross toxic gases that are contained inside a a cathode ray tube. And they were doing this always in, like, dumps that are on the coast. And so this would, like, amalgamate into these clouds of pollutant gases which would get caught on the sea and carried over to other countries. Holy shit. (laughs) Fucking wild all that kind of pacific garbage patch clouds of crt gas just dumps full of mattresses gotta love capitalism
3: yeah if you if you're feeling like too happy go and go and look up the life cycle of lithium that's a fun topic mm, it's
2: good mm. love it Habits well
3: it's everything
0: we know that's a regular issue for you Theo, feeling too happy just way too happy
3: yeah that's right mm.
0: that's
3: why i browse <laughs>
0: Go do something to take your mind off it. So, um, speaking of capitalism's horrible toll on the environment and the world at large.
2: Climate sure, change? Yeah. We're climate change? I'm
0: sure everybody would be aware of that report from the IPCC that came out over the last week. It so was, uh, what was it, 90-something scientists distilling over 6,000 different sources of research and saying, um, y'all are fucking it up totally fucked
2: and you have 12 years to fix it 12 years that's it
0: yep it was it was like we, we need to have like the, the world needs to have completely departed from using coal as a source and also to like severely reduce the usage of natural gas and develop alternatives, except now it's, yeah, within like 12 to 20 years or something like that. As
3: as well as um, produce technology to take um, carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere as well. Like we have oh, to have, cool. we have to start taking, we're at the point where we have to start taking it out. And because no one's going to plant forests or do any of that shit, it's going to be, you know, stuff that takes power, that needs power. More energy to to do, and all that kind of thing, so and the the longer we go, the more of that we need to do to live past like twenty forty at the latest like so, so, but of course, you would think that out of all of that, there would be a logical like meeting of the minds, I guess, to try and work out how we can work with and in the global community to. Uh, move towards a future where we're all not just fucking gripping on the chain link fence from Terminator 2 and having all of our skin blasted off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's not what's happened, of course.
0: Um, Because uh, as we know, the conservative government of Australia cannot do anything other than um, look up in a startled manner as you catch them with their dick buried in a lump of coal. So that was cool because Australia, as I'm sure many of us know, is like per capita one of the most polluting uh, countries in the world, Mm. which is great. And, you know, like, you know, we've talked about this before, this whole thing where all all these countries want to play this game of like, oh, well, somebody else cumulatively puts out more pollution than us and they haven't totally stopped creating pollution yet so we won't start trying to do anything about it until they've totally fixed their problem yeah it's fucking pathetic and it's just this ridiculous piss week excuse to just never do anything and that continued this week when um the work experience prime minister scott morrison got up uh was asked about it and said here from this uh from this report here." Prime Minister Scott Morrison led his com- led his government's defence of miners, saying the IPCC report did not, quote, provide recommendations to Australia, and that his government's focus would be, quote, to ensure that electricity prices are lower. Fuck and you. households and businesses are alike. Fuck
3: off. It didn't, okay, it didn't provide recommendations to anybody. That's not its fucking
0: job. It also specifically mentioned Australia 61 times in this report. Cool. Like, so, to act as though, like, it just... Oh, that well, that's got nothing to do with us. Like, it's just fucking absurd.
3: Also, the concept that somehow we don't live in the world.
0: Yeah. We're just not...
3: Oh, that's other people. Our stuff um, doesn't count. Our stuff doesn't yeah. count.
0: We're outside the environment. Yeah. Um, and uh, like I've said, I just... I know I just said it, like, 20 seconds ago. But I don't understand this whole thing of people trying to play, like... If there are other people who pollute more or less than you, then then like, as though your obligation to contribute to the effort is directly responsible for how many, like, sorry, directly uh, comparable or equatable to how many people live in your country or how much pollution you're producing. The whole point is it requires everybody to do it. It requires everybody to do it at the same time that nobody gets to have the exemption because, you know, we've got 20 million people instead of 300 million people, or whatever we still produce a shocking amount of this shit and you know, all the conservatives always like to do the same shit of oh, well even if we did this whole thing it would only reduce, you know the world's carbon emissions by like 1%, 1.5% it's like, yeah, that's, that's significant, that's, that's, that's good, helpful. do that and everybody else do it also Mm. So, Labor had a response. The Labor Party had a response. They said, uh, quote, At 1.5 degrees, we will see consequences of climate-related risks to our health, our livelihoods, our food security, water supply, human security, and economic growth, said Penny Wong, Labour's acting spokesman for climate change spokeswoman. Sorry. Really, this report should say Ugh, spokesperson. Unbelievable. It should say spokesperson. It should. It should. Senator Wong said, quote, the government's own data shows that they will fail to meet their already inadequate Paris targets with pollution rising all the way to 2030. Now that's, this is another point that's worth you know, stopping in with. Which is just that every every report that this government has released over the life of the government has shown that since they repealed um, carbon pricing that our carbon emissions have have just steadily gone upwards year on year, right? And continue to do so. And Scott Morrison, the Prime Minister, continues to say whenever he is asked about it, we will meet our emissions targets in a canter. He keeps saying. He keeps using the same fucking phrase because he's a fucking moron.
2: That's a ridiculous phrase. It's a
0: ridiculous thing to say. Who
2: the fuck says that?
0: Who says in a canter in
2: a canter fans
0: of horse racing that's who mm, fucking that's, idiots that's who and and it's just it's just completely not true it could not be further from being true like every report that they themselves release and I think the last three that they've released they have released um the last the last lot of reporting they released on the same weekend as two grand finals in two codes of football Um, so they always release them like on Christmas Eve or you know the Friday at 4.30pm on a long Mm. weekend kind of thing Mm -hmm. and yeah all of them just say our emissions are higher than they've ever been and keep going higher and they also just keep insisting that we're going to meet our climate reduction targets from the the Paris Accord somehow for some reason
3: but as far as political calculus goes, it's the right move, right? Because they won't be in power for much longer. And then, well, huh, you know, uh, it's whoopsie-daisy. It's someone else's fucking problem. Like, you know, like like the actual act of doing something is not important, right? It's just this fucking, um, you know, gamesmanship of trying to work out, you know, where they're talking about being stung at the bowser is going to be worse than the f- inability for us to live on this planet in less than 20 years um, did, you,
0: did you guys see that article or however many articles that came out about um former treasurer and deputy leader of the liberal party peter costello um he was the he was the, the deputy leader of the liberal party um the whole time or the majority of the time that john howard was prime minister and he was doing an interview saying that he is just completely like befuddled by the current liberal leadership, uh, leadership, because he's like, what are they, what are they doing? Like, how come, yeah, you just said, well, the, you know, I was, I was deputy leader of the liberal party for 11 years. And when I was in there, there wasn't a left faction and a right faction, or I never got invited to join one. And, um, but yeah, he was just saying they've they've completely lost the plot because it's fucking absurd to pitch all of your stuff to the electorate as hey the things we're talking about will have a result for you in over a decade that's what yeah, all of stuff god god forbid well he was he was just saying like it's it's extremely clear that a they don't actually have anything to pitch to the electorate which involves them taking any kind of action on anything within nope. the next however many years. But also, he said, it's, it's a really, really clear sign that they don't think they're going to be in government then.
3: And it doesn't matter then. Someone else's problem. So, the concept of, like, putting in infrastructure, putting in, like, the groundwork for anything, let alone climate change, is just so alien to this government. Because all it ever seems to do is deal with, you know... Fucking whether or not we should be able to Or, or what the right amount it, it is That we should be able to discriminate against people um, You know and Sure we'll talk about that at some, at some point But it's not None of that puts fucking trains into service Right like none of it Does anything to improve Our existence um, they, I mean they're not fit to, to rule But they're, they're barely fit to live these it's it's absolutely, uh, I don't know. I, I'm I've been speechless for about uh, a week now since this kind of came out. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> classic Theo. Classic Can we have more Theo. of that? Yes, absolutely. It only adds <sighs> to the atmosphere. So, oh. Folks, breaking out all the stops, We're pulling out all the hits. For Thank this you, Andrew. 60 episode. What's your take, Lucy? Do you want to die in a in a crazy solar fire?
2: I mean, there's obviously a big part of me that does because uh, <laughs> <laughs> birth is a curse and existence is a prison. But <laughs> 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 I don't want it to happen that soon. I got some things to do.
0: Yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know? They 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 were having things that were that were. Like quotes going through the news that were like, if you have a kid in the next couple of years, or if you already have a kid, or whatever, by the be time fucked. by the time they're like thirty, they're going to be dealing with like fucking horrifying, catastrophic weather catastrophic events, catastrophic constantly this stuff.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, it's great uh-huh. stuff. It's great stuff, and we all love it. So you know, if that's what the government chooses to focus on. Or not to focus on, you might find yourself thinking, "Hey, they all, look. They don't have time to deal with this." I know it seems like a big issue. The whole kind of uh, taking some form of action on our contribution to all uh, dying a big, hot, fiery death, and that maybe, maybe. Even as part of our contribution to that, we could be developing new industries for Australia. We could be opening up whole new career paths for people. We could be giving people exciting new technocratic futures if you're into that sort of shit. But they don't. They don't have time for that. I'll tell you what they do have time for.
2: What do they have time for, Andrew?
0: They got time for making sure that you can kick queer kids out of school for being gay. That's cool. the important stuff.
2: That seems very important. I'm mm. confused about this whole thing. I feel Everybody like I've read is. very opposing, you know, takes on this.
0: All right, um, would would either of you like to try to bring the audience up to speed, or would you prefer me to? in uh, In terms of the context around this report itself,
2: I feel like you should, mostly because I've read so many different things, and I don't know which one is accurate.
0: Oh, well, that's all the stuff from this week. I mean, So, to set the scene, folks, to give you some context, during the um, dogshit prime ministerships of uh, Tony Abbott and then Malcolm Turnbull, so Tony Abbott was pushing back very hard on the idea of changing the law to allow um, same-sex marriage, even though... Um, even though, like, you know, all, all polling for, for like a decade had been showing a majority of the country in favour of this and it had been steadily trending up over time into the 70s of percents.
3: And check it out, Andrew. It passed in a canter.
0: Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so,
1: That's for you, Scott.
0: <laughs> Scott, you big fucking dickhead. So, um, so, Tony Abbott instead said, hey, I tell you what we'll do, we'll have a, um, rather than what I think a lot of people were sort of asking for, which was a, a referendum, although to my knowledge, referendums can only really be about things that relate to changing the constitution, is that right? That's right. right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it has to be an amendment to the constitution, whew, I believe.
0: Whew, I'm wiping sweat from my brow. Um, so, so, they said, uh, well, we won't have a referendum, but... Because there isn't anything about marriage in the Constitution, I'm pretty sure. So instead, which, you know, means that they could just make a fucking law about it. If they wanted to, they could have just made a fucking law about it. Instead, they said, oh, I'll tell you what we'll do instead. We'll have a big, long, drawn-out campaign where everybody gets to publicly debate whether or not queer people are humans. Because, you know, that's what we all um, definitely need in 2017 was it 2017? 2016?
2: Mm, 17. 17. It, feels,
0: it feels like it took Time fucking, is fake to me. It feels like it took fucking years for the whole thing to drag out, though. And I feel... And I'm sure that it probably felt like 10 times as long for any queer people out there who had to live through the whole thing. Um, so, they they did this whole thing where they said, Ah, we'll have a plebiscite. Which, is, you know, is similar to a referendum, except that they get to set the terms of it. And they get to say whether or not it is binding or non-binding, the results and all that sort of stuff. And then they downgraded it from that to a postal survey. So, you know, everybody gets, to, everybody gets a survey monkey form to say, do you think gay people are real or not? Um, are gay people going to hell? Yes or no? On a scale of one to ten, how likely are you to agree with the following statement? Gay people. Yuck. Um, Paraphrasing. Pretty much sums it up. Yeah, and it fucking sucked. The whole thing fucking sucked because, like, throughout the whole thing, everybody was was petrified that they were going to get a yes vote back and then say, ah, well, it was non-binding, so we're just going to sit on that. But lo and behold, due to the large turnout and, you know, every, every state and territory passed a yes vote um, and in the majority, and so they, I think they kind of forced their hand under Malcolm Turnbull to say, fine, fine, we'll legalize it. And they eventually did, and that led to Malcolm Turnbull saying, I gave you marriage equality as though he had fucking set out to do it himself, the fucking prick. That, that That to me has been like just the most dog shit thing about his post prime ministership is him swanning about and like telling people that one of his personal achievements was to deliver marriage equality. Just absolute piece of shit. Fuck that guy, am I right? Fuck yes. that guy. Good. Boo. Good. Boo. 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 Hey. <gasps> Oh, no. That's the news. That's the news. It's the boo news. Breaking news. Malcolm Turnbull sucks. Anyway, um, so, you know, that all led up to them finally passing a law. But as a condition of this, they said, Hey, hey, I know all you people are really worried that um, gay people might have the same rights as you. (laughs) So we're going to have an inquiry... We're just going
3: to check that they don't have too many rights. Not too we many. We haven't overdone it.
0: Do, do, we need to give, um, th- do we need to give Jesus Freaks some extra rights just to keep the scales weighted? You know, put the, put the if, finger on the scales in the right way. It's know? like, um,
3: you know, their rights are a bunch of little cookies put in the oven and you want them just still soft in the middle. Mm. You don't want them overdone.
0: Don't want too many rights. Don't want too many rights. Don't mean too many rights. So... They commissioned this inquiry into religious freedom because... Keep every- talking. I've got to de- deal with this fucking cat. You deal with the cat. Because um, everybody, of course, was very concerned that they were going to have to... <laughs> 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 Good stuff. All right, I'm back. <clears throat> How's Gnome? How is Gnome the cat doing? It's scratchy. I've opened the door and... Let
3: me just see. Now she has walked... Into the room And is facing Out of the door
0: <laughs> Classic cat behaviour Thanks Gnome Anyway like my um, mic's Gone really loud All of a sudden Oh, Maybe you're just Should Talking it into it it's For fine. once It's fine It's fine Okay I'm, Fuck you Andrew hmm. Let's go <laughs> Anyway um, So they commissioned This inquiry Because um, God forbid The fictional baker Have to sell A fictional cake To the fictional Gay couple The classic scenario We all know And love From the marriage Equality debate what if I have to sell a cake to a couple of queers? I don't know how, how you would know. I don't know what, what they're putting on the cake to make it so objectionable.
2: That's a gay cake, Andrew. So it's mm. it's got like uh, like dicks or vaginas on it. Big dick mm-hmm. shooting like rainbows. cum all over this cake. Mm, that's just a big dick shooting cum. That's how you know.
0: Yep. They're you know? handing you over a big vial of cum at the time <laughs> and saying, <laughs> if you, you could cum. mix this through the frosting... <laughs> Why are you making that face, sir?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Make my cum cake, peasant.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this very real scenario that so many, um, you know, extremely religious and not at all discriminatory bakers are being faced with every day.
3: That by the by the way, that they are taking on balance to be worse than like actual people having actual rights, like the the like very like fact- fractional kind of chance that somebody might have to do something to somebody that they don't like like way outweighs
0: concrete rights in law and like and and again it's you know it's this whole whole thing of like what it, in what context is it like somebody I don't know I just I just don't understand like. If if you got an order in, in your fucking cake shop that was like, can you please make a cake and put on it, congratulations, Dave and Dave. And they would just go, oh, absolutely not, because that would make me instrumental to their wedding. Mm. <laughs> like, do you think they're not going to have the wedding if you don't make the cake? Do you think that like m- making the cake... I-, I don't fucking understand the logic. It's so dumb. As though people think that it is somehow like... An an actively instrumental part in the wedding happening, you know, mm. <laughs> it's fucking so silly. So anyway, they commissioned this review and led it up with uh, Tasmanian zombie Philip Ruddock. If you are if you are a um, foreign listener of the show, sure. to 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 you We may be foreign, but to us, you're just as foreign. You know, mm. if you're a foreign listener of the show, please Google Philip Ruddock. Look at a picture of him. He's a real yourself, old
2: piece of shit.
0: Oh, he's leathery. Looks like he's made out of parchment paper. It looks like an
3: ant that somehow got a wish from a genie to have skin. Mm. But the skin is all psoriasis. <laughs> yep.
0: Looks like a lich king that got demoted down to the accountancy <laughs> department. You know? It's just, just a lich like bishop. Yeah. No, he's more... He's, he's the, the guy who does the lich king's taxes. You know, he really has that look about him. Um, We can say this from everything that we know about him over the course of his time in government. He is a huge cunt and a massive piece of shit.
3: His 900 years of living has shown that he is a total cunt.
0: Am I correct in remembering that uh, Philip Ruddock was the one who was the immigration minister for John Howard when they set up all of the offshore refugee processing? Um, Um,
2: he definitely, all I know is that he was involved in the legislation that made gay marriage very illegal, like changed mm, the marriage act to specifically state that it was between a man and a woman under John Howard.
0: Of course he was. Of course Um, he was. But I want to, I want to check this while we're talking. Um, so he, he was... Um, the immigration minister when John Howard set up all of his horrifying um, refugee race-hate scaremongering that haunts us to this day. Big <sighs> fuck you to John Howard. Big booze for Johnny.
3: Well, I think that you find, Andrew, that actually it was the p- Pacific solution and that problem was uh, solved, I think. Solved Stop
1: forever.
0: I the boats. I think they that's, yeah, dusted their hands. On to the next thing. Sorted. Um, But he was the immigration minister at the time, and he also had a habit of wearing an Amnesty International pin everywhere he went. And Amnesty International kept contacting him and putting (laughs) out press releases and saying, we want you to take that fucking pin off because you are a piece of shit and you do not represent our values in any way and you torture refugees. And he went, I think I'm going to keep wearing it. That's fucked. So that, that it's folks. Up, man. That speaks to the character of one Philip Ruddock.
2: Philip Cruddock, if you ask me, because he's crud. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Had nothing else.
0: Yeah, no, huge piece of shit, though. And so who, who better a person to put in charge of an inquiry into religious freedom in Australia than Philip Cruddock? So the government has had this report. They've received the final report four months ago, something like four months ago. They've just not done anything with it in this time. They've not released it. People have kept saying, hey, what happened with that whole thing that you commissioned during the same-sex marriage debate? And they keep going, "Um, we'll talk about it later. So, this week we've just had a really strange week of leaks continuing to come out from within the government. Because that is basically what um, this current government is defined by at this point. is not actually doing anything. It's just all different senior government members leaking things against other people in the government that they don't and like. Then and then, like, damage
3: counter-leaking
0: them. Um yeah it's all it's all just different um it's all just like different government members members offices getting raided by the police and damaging leaks coming out and all sorts of stuff. So this particular thing we have continued to get these these different bits of information. Theo, do you want to try and talk us through what you're aware of on this one as far as recommendations from the report it's it's very weird because
3: um, so the kind of the it sort of came from the media first right and and started to say well the um, the report says that in a nutshell um, it should be possible for religious schools to uh, eject students who are gay, right? So if you're known to be gay and staff, and, and staff um, to to eject them, and everyone went, "Whoa, that's not good," um, and they asked Scott Morrison about it, and he said, "Well, that's already the law," which, to which people went, "Oh, what?" Well, so it's and, been a very confusing time.
0: Out, I should point out it is the law. In some states. That's
3: right. So, this is where it kind of develops, where it isn't legal in Queensland. Um, it isn't legal in, in Victoria, to my understanding, um, but it is in New South Wales to currently do that. So, it sort of then becomes a a state-by-state basis.
0: Um, Whereas when when he was asked about this at a press conference, every question that he was asked about, whether, like and, and to be clear, the question he was asked was, are you comfortable with schools being able to expel students if they find out that the students are gay? And his answer was just, well, it's existing law. It's existing law. It's an existing law that uh, exists. You just cool. said existing hmm. like 40 fucking times. It was wild. Go on, Theo.
3: Well, that I mean, and then they've put out a... a um, a press conference, I believe, today, um, all about. So that this press conference not is not like any, and I guess this kind of comes back to this is where this government is now, right? There is no legislating, there is no improving people's lives. It's just the politics of winning, right? It's like the politics of getting one up on the possible next election. So, so after all of this, it's not about. It's not about. Um, you know. possibility of discriminating against against gay people or whatever this this press release release comes out shortens hypocrisy on clear display right and it's all blah 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 this was this shit was or was um, you know brought in by um, the uh, Attorney General Mark Dreyfus in 2013 about like clarifying that um, the um, Discriminatory, discriminatory conduct on the base of, basis of sexual orientation and gender identity will not be prohibited for educational institutions established for religious purpose. So, effectively, yeah, it, it is like a product of, um, of labour. And so, they're, they're shitting on labour out, out of one asshole and then out of their other side asshole that's sort of <laughs> positioned like towards the hip. Uh, they're saying that the Raddick report does not recommend any changes to this regime, and this is where I think I I really need a uh, um, someone uh, legal minded or able to read, perhaps, right. um, which I'm constantly losing the ability to due to uh, over stimulus um, so from four screens at once. Mm?
0: Let me let me take you from there then. So mm, so please. they they say in this press release quote. There is no proposal for any new exemption. The exemption that allows schools to make employment and student admission decisions in a way consistent with the tenets of their religion already exists for religious schools under the Commonwealth Sex Discrimination Act. Um, They go on to say in a later piece, Despite reports today, the Ruddock Report does not recommend any changes to this regime. Labor's regime, they say. Yeah. And this is not true if we look at the actual recommendation from the report which again has been leaked so so like theo was saying earlier very confusing stuff because um first there was a leak that said oh there's a recommendation that they change the law and then another report came out saying actually that one's wrong and it's actually saying there shouldn't be any changes and then more reports saying hey here's the recommendation from the report allow me to read it to you now recommendation seven the commonwealth should amend the sex discrimination act that's the one that they were just referring to and saying this thing already exists in it should amend the sex discrimination act to provide that religious schools may discriminate in relation to students on the basis of sexual orientation gender identity or relationship status provided that a the discrimination is founded in the precepts of the religion b the school has a publicly available policy outlining its position in relation to the matter c the school provides a copy of the policy in writing to prospective students and their parents at the time of enrollment and to existing students and their parents at any time the policy updated. And D, the school has regard to the best interests of the child as the primary consideration in its conduct. Now, look, just personally, I would say that doesn't D nullify A through C? Absolutely. Like, there is
3: no way that you can position A through C and D at the same time, right? Because you imagine if you're, you know... um. A kid that's you know starting to believe that they're they're gay, uh, considering their options, or you know, um, you just add one more fucking thing to the to the horrible pile of shit that they have to deal with, right? That that hey, if you come out now, you will be expelled, uh, and it's for your best interests. Remember, because um, we're bigots, and you don't want to be around us. So, like, I, I I cannot understand, and I can't understand how it's how it's any good for like. Um, religious people either. And, you know, I've seen a lot of people go, oh, why would you believe if this was a Muslim school or whatever? Like, I don't give a fuck. Anyone, right? Christian, it's, Muslim, it's whatever. It it, it well, does not matter, right? Like, how is this good for people that you want to kind of um, take in, you know, teach your, your religious ways to and, and, and you know, have religious teachings to and and what have you, if they are just like... In this trapped in this constant nightmare world of actually not being able to to self express or, or or be themselves, right? Because it's not going to be it's not going to be anything that like fosters, um, you know, belief or or, or anything like that. There's there's no no positive outcome um, for this.
0: Yeah, but um, but this is where we get into the whole issue of public funding for these schools, because I think what what really ha- you know, uh, where a lot of people find a sticking point with this stuff is to say, well, why are we giving public funding to schools and allowing them to discriminate against students on a basis which, which you would not be allowed to discriminate against people in any other facet of life? In employment, in a, in a public school, in normal walking around everyday life, in business, You could not say to someone, I am not gonna serve you because you're gay. You couldn't say to somebody, I'm gonna throw you out of this public school because you're gay. You couldn't say to somebody like, you know, you're not allowed to walk down my street because you're gay. All of these things are, you know, legally protected in terms of discrimination. If, you know, and, and like Theo and I were vaguely arguing with somebody online about this today. And I, I was insisting that this person draw a distinction between schools that exist. So, so, you know, faith, faith faith-based schooling, um, schools where they have been created to say, we will be teach we will be doing religious instruction. We will be teaching the specific religious tenets in this school. You will be required to be a strict practitioner of this religion to go to this school. If you want to do that, then you're choosing to say, I want to I wanna give my children this very specific education outside of the secular society that we live in. People are already paying a fucking weird amount to do that. People already pay absurd amounts to do that. And they get a crazy amount of public funding on the side as well. I'm pretty sure, feel free to write in and correct me. You know I love to be corrected. Um, but I'm quite sure that currently... Public schools sorry I should say private schools receive more funding per student they receive more public funding dollars per mm-hmm. student than public schools do this is which true is fucking insane that's so fucked up it's fucking insane and then people pay like forty thousand dollars on top of that mm. to send their kids uh-huh. to some fucking Catholic school or whatever number one. If you've got the money to pay $40,000 a year in school fees or whatever for your student, then you can fuck off and pay their own way yourself. And number two, like I said, we, we live in a fucking secular society. I don't think that the state is obliged to pay for your niche religious instruction. There is a big difference between religious education and religious instruction. If you want to run classes in high schools or universities that talk about, you know, Hey, Here's all the different religions and the similarities and the differences between them and the influences that they have had in different countries and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Their their philosophies, their tenets, all that kind of thing. If you want to run classes that teach people about that stuff and do it objectively, fine. I don't think any of these fucking faith-based schools are doing that. No. None of them are saying, hey, Muslims, pretty much the same as us Catholics, am I right?
1: Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
3: (laughs)
0: <laughs> and the thing is, like, people go, well, then, you know, we should cut off
3: federal funding for – or state funding, rather, for for um, these schools that choose this, right? Um, and, in fact, Andrew Boltz come out and said this, which is just the image from The Onion saying the worst man, you know, <laughs> alive has just made a point that you agree with, absolutely heartbreaking. Um, but the thing is, I don't agree with that, right? Because then you then you form – um, even more of a two-tiered system that we ha- than we have in Australia today, right? Where you have a school where you can pay for your kids to go to to teach discriminatory stuff, right? Well, not
1: not Dude, just
0: that though. Not just that.
1: Like, mm.
0: it, it, I mean, it, all right. Even if you did that one and said, all right, let's pull the public funding from schools. That are specifically saying you have to be this strict and adherent to this religion. No gays, no gays, um, no gays allowed. That's that is one portion of private schooling, right? So there are Catholic schools that don't that don't require you to be strictly Catholic. I'm sure, for example, like yeah, there there would be tons of like um, like international students who would go to Catholic. Schools and universities and stuff like that? a lot of private like schools are just like
2: mm-hmm. Catholic schools, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Point being though, and this is probably where you're going with this, Theo, even if we were to say, let's take away funding from faith-based schooling that insists on adherence to religious tenets, you still leave this whole realm of private schools that are already receiving more public funding than fucking public schools do That's right and then people pay like four times as much as that funding on top of that yeah to make sure that their kids go into this strata of education where they're receiving resources that fucking kids at public schools do not even get a whiff of
3: that's right and like you know you go well well you know if i send my kid to a to a school that that's that's good uh, at the end, they'll have connections, they'll have all this stuff to go out, while at the same time saying, well, so our society is a meritocracy, right? Like, you get out of it what you put into it. Well, no, fuck off. You've This is – if you can afford to pay for your kids to go to a private school, right, then you are admitting that money is buying them a future,
1: hmm.
3: not their ability, uh, you know, not not their hard work, um, not the person that they are. Money. Well, it's, uh, my,
0: sorry. It's it's funny that you say that because it makes me think of the thing that Scott Morrison has been banging out over and over again as his catchphrase, which is, "Oh, if you if you give a go, you'll get a go." The fair go country, where you get a fair go, especially if you give a go. But that's, that's right. Fucking but ridiculous yeah. shit.
3: If you give a go and you give thirty thousand dollars a year.
0: Well, yeah. If if the if the like distillation of the meritocracy point of view is you get out what you put in. The implication being, if you put in, if you, hey, if you're one of the people who can put in sixty thousand dollars a year, then your kid gets an eighty thousand dollar education.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, and, and no, you know what you want? You want like to like um support education in australia and you've got lots of money then pay your fucking taxes we'll abolish private schools and we'll make our public schools good that's all there is to it i i don't i don't have any other thought on the matter yep. just get rid of private schools take all, they all that do fucking not
0: funding need to exist take all that fucking funding that you're putting in on top of the private fees that people are already paying So that they can drop people off to the Catholic school in their fucking ridiculous Lexus four-wheel drive or whatever. Stupid
2: little hats. Their stupid uniforms.
0: (laughs) Uh, Hey, Lucy, did you? (laughs) Why they gotta wear those?
2: What kind of school did you go to, Lucy? Have a have a wild guess.
0: (laughs) Private school.
2: No, God, no. I went to a very, very shitty country town public school, and I turned out fine.
0: Exactly. I went to a public school too, and look at me. Me I got all the brains.
2: Look at us. We have a podcast. You know.
0: And isn't that the pinnacle of human achievement? That's right. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, sure. Like, uh, I can do some kinds of thinking, and Theo can do math. So between us, Hmm. we've got all these bases covered. Got it covered. Yep. But yes, I I completely agree. Put all of that fucking funding into making just equal schooling for everybody. If you happen to have... 40 grand a year or whatever, burning a fucking hole in your pocket and you were desperate for your kids to receive like specific religious instruction on a topic or whatever, then fucking do that. That's fine. I mean, you know what the, the argument that this guy we were talking to today was putting up was to say, Oh, well you're basically telling these people, you know, the equivalent of, of like, Oh, if you're gay, you should, you should keep that to yourself. Keep it in your bedroom at home. Um, that's the same thing that you're telling these people. Oh, well, if you want to have that facet of your life, you have to separate that away because it's a secular school. And to which I would say, like, y- yes, in the same sense, not, not as in if you're gay, you have to keep that to yourself. That would be more akin to a school saying, uh, if you come to this school, you have to be gay. Start sucking <laughs> these dicks or we're throwing you out. That's what the fuck we're talking about. And, and that school doesn't exist. That's not a thing. There are schools where they'll say, hey, if you don't believe in Jesus and if you've kissed another dude's penis on the tip, you got to get the fuck out of here. And, uh, and like, again, I don't agree with the idea that you should be able to run a school like that. I, th- I, I genuinely think that, like, anti-discrimination laws should just apply across the board, personally. But... If, if you want to have a little enclave where you do that shit, that's fine. You just shouldn't get more money than every fucking public school student gets every year to do so. Get the fuck out of here with that. Am I right? Agree. Yeah. Strong agree. Folks, mm. we're almost in an hour. Wow. Should we do a couple of questions before we go? Yes, please. <clears> hmm... <throat> Let's see here uh, friend of the show, Tom. Tom asks sixty nine underrated? Overrated. Discuss <laughs>
2: the the sex thing? Or just yeah, the I number? assume we're
0: talking about the sex thing.
2: I'm I'm gonna I'm, say a solid overrated. I'm yeah. putting it straight out there. Distracting, confusing.
0: I'm look, I'm not gonna act like I've never enjoyed a sixty nine. I'm not gonna act like I'm above it. Or anything, you know, you can be above or below it. yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to act like I've never enjoyed it, but I will. I will say that, like, um a, a 69 is like it's it is a bell and or whistle to the general act of sex. You know, yeah. it's, it's a, a garnish, it's
2: a step along the way. It's not. You can, it's not you the can main.
0: Yeah, you can jump in and like have a quick go of a 69. Like you know, maybe maybe you guys are kind of spinning around to to sort of get to some other location, <laughs> and you want to dip into a quick sixty-nine,
3: transitory position.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, yep. Yeah. It's um, you know, just just temporary. You can have a bit of fun while you're there, but like let's let's be real, folks. Nobody's working away for twenty minutes to get two people off in a sixty-nine. That'd be fucking silly.
2: Theo, that would be very silly,
0: <laughs> Theo. Have you ever done the six and the nine? Look, I think this is a family podcast. <laughs> it's not a family the podcast. Then, well, why, then why do some I put of the my ins- family listens? To- <laughs> <laughs> then why do I put the explicit tag on? <laughs> I gotta get I gotta check up on that. Hmm. Okay. Look. All right. If you don't want to answer that question, will you? Which I don't. Uh, will you? Uh, will you agree to? answering another question in lieu no. of, in lieu of answering that question oh god we'll, will will you do that for other. us look hit me it's only only two ways to go all right <clears throat> this question comes to us from a friend of the show oh sorry i'm so sorry brand new wife of the show ooh brick dust otis wife of the show brick dust otis has an
3: absolutely fucked up discord icon do you know what that is no. What is that?
1: No,
0: I don't, no. I'm not looking at it right now. I'm, I'm busy
3: talking about like, fucking show. Looks chat. like Earthworm Jim played by Drill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Otis asks, uh, he says, make Theo guess how anal bleaching works and nobody can help him if he doesn't know. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> All
3: right. <laughs> so,
0: is it one of the
3: little medicine cups? You know, you get Dimodol or whatever the the purple like stuffy gargle. Oh, like cough syrup, kind of. Like yeah, 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 right. Uh, yeah, and you do a handstand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: so so many beauty treatments cup. involve the handstand. Yeah, go on. <laughs>
3: and just kind of tip the cup and place it, <laughs> just like very very carefully, uh, so it's standing up on there. And you gotta you gotta do that for about forty five minutes, I think.
0: I. Uh, I have I have one problem with this proposed scenario, which is yeah. that I think you would have to be pressing the cup up against the anus before they did the handstand. You
3: need the <laughs> That's seal true. in yeah, place. No, you're, right. <laughs> you're right. So, I think...
0: Otherwise, maybe... otherwise, the bleach is just... While you try and tip it, the bleach is just going to run right up your your pussy or your balls or whatever while I think happening.
2: you want the bleach in your butthole, right?
0: L- well, I feel look.
2: like it's an external Yeah, scenario. Yeah, you no, ex- ex-
0: you hold it against... Oh, okay. In in Theo's scenario, (laughs) you are having a full cup of bleach. A
2: very full cup of bleach.
0: Pressed against your... Household bleach. (laughs) It's just White King. (laughs) It's just White (laughs) King up against your asshole. While you do a handstand, and I'm assuming in Theo's vision of things, you are also clenching your butthole extremely tight to stop any bleach from going in. Mm It needs to be watertight. Yep. Squeaky clean and watertight. So there you go, folks. Uh, that is how Theo thinks anal bleaching works.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: hmm yep. And of course, uh, wife of the show, Tal Waterhouse, writes in to say, no question, just stopping by to say, nice. That's a 69 joke for you folks. Mm, That's a, a, a sex number. It's a sex number joke. Beautiful, beautiful. As always, we thank you for being with us. Uh, we assume you didn't have anything better to do, but here you are, listening to us talking about um, holding a, holding a, like a diamond tap medicine cup full of mm. white king up against your butthole while you do a handstand against <laughs> really
2: the wall. enjoying your last 12 years on earth before yep. the catastrophic weather. Yep. Appreciate it.
0: Yep. 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 Uh If you would like additional episodes of the show, you can get on over to patreon.com forward slash bunta vista subscribe for only five dollars a month to get an extra show every week and you will also get access to our um, dreaded cesspit of a discord chat server where our most dedicated listeners um just they're in there all day 24 hours a day people are in there constantly just it's wild i get in there and they're just they're in there they're just in there they're either talking about sex or crusader kings 2 the only two things to talk the about. The only two topics online. That's right. Uh, you know, we've we've still got merchandise for sale. Bunta Vista forward slash merchandise.
2: And uh, get, one. get a shirt on you.
0: Yeah. I just remembered how fucked up it
3: is. Mm-hmm. Americans call stubbies beer cozies.
2: Cozy. They, they call coozy.
0: Which makes it sound God. like you're calling it a little pussy for your beer. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little pussy around your (laughs) beer. Yeah. I like to shove my beer into this little styrofoam pussy.
2: Oh, boy.
0: God, they're so stupid. Mm. What's with all the wrong words for things? Not like us. (laughs) Am I right, folks?
2: Everything we do. (laughs) Perfect.
0: Shut (laughs) the fuck up. Great crowd. Great crowd tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. So, yes, once again, folks, thanks for joining us for this 69th episode of Punta Vista. And here's to 69 more. Is that a thing people say?
2: Here's to 69 (laughs) more. Here's to
0: 69 more. Um, We got asked many questions by our patrons for the mailbag this week. We are going to head off and record a bonus episode in which we answer all of those questions. So if you subscribe to the show, you'll probably get your ridiculous question about anal bleaching answered too. Mm. So thanks again, folks. Have a great week.